0: Lawrence welcome to the new vaudeville the guitar theory podcast What's up, everybody? This is Jeff Lawrence. Welcome to the new Vaudeville episode of Trace 3. Trois, if you will. Um, I haven't put out too many episodes, but like I said, this is episode 3, so obviously I only put out two before this. And today's episode is not on YouTube, and it's not going to be a guitar lesson-based podcast as far as playing goes. What I am going to talk about is a constant argument <clears throat> that musicians have with each other. A lot of times they're guitar players. I've seen argue about this, but not just guitar players, I don't guess. But we're going to t- talk about, um, I guess, how are we going to put this? Being educated in music, knowing, in other words, knowing your theory versus not knowing your theory. We say, you could say this... The way that the arguments usually presented is theory versus feeling. Are you going to play with theory? Are you going to play with feeling? Now, that whole premise is stupid to begin with because that's, that's kind of indicating that you can't do both, which, you, of course, you can. Um, it's not one or the other. Now <clears throat> You can't do both if you're just going to play by feeling. You're, you're, I mean, you're still using theory. You just don't know it. And that's the, the kind of what I'm going to talk about. And what kind of spawned this is the last time as I... I told I, I mentioned somebody I, I saw. I'm not going to say who this is, but a local musician in Salt Lake City who is actually very popular and has way more gigs than me and gets more fans than me. So, but um, we're not talking about that part of it. There's a reasons for that we won't get into. But uh, anyway, I I was talking to her on Instagram about something. I don't remember what. And I told her, to, you know, maybe she should learn some theory. And she instantly just cut me off and said, nope, music's all feeling. And then I, I didn't want to bring the argument onto her Instagram page and start a big pile of shit. She's always arguing with everyone anyway. Um, but I, saw so I, I messaged her about it and said, and was telling her, that, and this is the truth. Nobody is just playing with feeling. I don't care who you are if you're if you've never had a guitar lesson in your life most likely somebody has showed you a d chord a g chord somebody an uncle you learned one on youtube you got one out of a book you didn't just i mean there's probably a few exceptions to this but most likely you didn't just pick up the guitar and figure out the chord shapes i know there is people that have done that and uh those people have really great ears but for the most part, that's not how it happens. And so, what I'm getting at is, if you're saying you're playing with feeling, you get up and you want to, you know, you have no theory behind you. You're gonna write a song and you just so sort of go to a D chord. <clears throat> you didn't feel that D chord. Somebody built that D chord. Somebody the, the D chord dates back to music's beginning. There's mathematical equations of why that D chord works. It's built on a 12-note diatonical scale, as far as we use here, and you know, mainly in you know, we use here in America. As far as popular music goes, built on di- 12-note diatonical uh, scale, which are your you know your 12 notes in music, ABCDEFG, <clears throat> and you know with your sharps and flats in there. <clears throat> so somebody at some point you, you you built the chord structure which is a, on a major chord is a one, three, five. First degree third degree and fifth degree of a major scale so in in other words if you're building a d chord you're doing the first one three five you're doing a d um f sharp and an a that's your 1, 3, and 5 out of the D major scale, which makes your D chord. So you can say you felt that D chord all you want, but all you did was play a D chord as somebody mathematically constructed when they came up with the musical system. Um, you're not feeling that. You didn't make up the D chord. You didn't just pull it out of your ass. It's there, and it's there for a reason. And, and then you can go further than that. You can say, okay, well, there's these people who just pick up a guitar and figure out where the chord, how the chords go. And some people do do that. I, I know a couple of people that do it. A lot of times they don't, they only learn one version of the chord. Like you'll see them play a G chord. It's not exactly the way most people play a G chord. They won't play it any other way. They don't really understand <clears throat> the other ways of doing it. Um, but then still, somebody mathematically placed the strings of the guitar. Um, exactly how they are, they tune, they come up with the tuning for the guitar, for one, and then they place the strings, and the frets, and everything mathematically proportioned, to where you're able to figure this out, so everything, I'm not trying to say music is just math, but it's math and feeling, without the math, there's nothing, I mean, you could take a guitar, and just tune it, I mean, just tune it any way you want, and come up with something, but that's not what these people are doing, these people are, you know just getting up there playing pentatonic scale solos and you know one four five guitar progressions and saying they're you know they just they, they that's how they felt so they felt all that there's a reason why you know when they do the solos it's generally they come up with a pentatonic solo it's been done a thousand times anybody can basically anybody that plays guitar that, that plays any lead guitar can play a little bit of blues which you know basically the pentatonic scale if you bend the strings you're kind of bending into the blues scale which is one other note but uh you're still somebody built that scale somebody at some point knew that those five notes in the pentatonic scale were going to like create a melody and all because you picked up on it didn't and felt it don't mean it didn't already get mathematically constructed and you know the biggest argument i have with any of this is your is why waste your time so people think if you learn your theory you're gonna not be able to play with feeling anymore because you're relying on <clears throat> the education of it all and the theory of the music and i can tell you for sure that that does happen but only briefly it happened to me i played up by ear from which i did take some lessons but i took lessons from a guy that didn't know theory he knew all his chords and how to play solos and had a good ear and you know he could he showed me all that so i knew you know the difference between a b flat chord and a G chord or whatever and uh but i played basically like that for without knowing actually really the theory of music or you know for you know probably played that way for like nine years then when I was 18, I went to GIT in Atlanta, Georgia, the Musician's Institute, which they had just brought from L.A. to Atlanta. They still had the one in L.A. too, but they opened a one in L.A. I started, I mean, in Atlanta, where I was living at, and I uh, took lessons from Jimmy Herring and a couple of other people there, started learning my theory, and it all made sense. Then I ended up, ended up going to college and doing classical guitar for a couple of years, and uh. But Git was the key. I mean, just in nine months, I learned more about music there than anything. And I just don't understand why people fight this. Like, I, I read a post three days ago on Instagram from a guy I know. It was like a five paragraphs. <clears throat> this talks about how he loves music and music saved his life. Music- Sorry, but that got cut off in the middle of that uh, combo. So I think where I was left off at is like, anyway, I read this post on Instagram from a guy I know, you know, talking about he loves music. It's his life. It's saved his life. He can't, he, he doesn't know anything about music. How can you be that? How can you be that way about music? That is, how can it be that important to you where you can't take the time to learn how to put 12 notes together? And if they're thinking, well, I don't need to, I'm already playing gigs, I've already got five albums out or whatever, I got all these songs, it doesn't, that doesn't matter, you could have done it quicker, that's what I'm saying, why wouldn't you want to save time? Um, if you write a three-chord song and you don't even know which three chords go together, which maybe you figured out G, C, and D go together at this point, D, A, and G, and maybe you figured out the 1, 4, 5 combo, whether you, even though you don't really know what that is, but... You know, you may want to, you know, if you, maybe you're going to write a more complicated song. Take a song like "Hotel California." It's a little more complicated. Um, you've got a lot more chords going on there. Those guys knew a little bit about music. You can't just, I mean, why go, why sit there and waste studio time and and different, you know, your own time trying to figure out what chords to go to go together when there's already formulas for it. Anytime you put chords together, it's already been established those chords go together. That's the way it's always been. They, uh, It's already been that way. It's already established. It's already equations of why those chords fit together. You didn't come up with it. You didn't make up a chord. You didn't make up any chord progression. It's already there there's basically in every key of music and we're talking diatonical music now the 12 note system that most of us use We're not talking semitones and you know you can get into various more complicated discussions with all that we're not talking about that we're talking about straight up the same 12 notes that mozart composed with us, um as well as bob dylan so uh you didn't come up with any of that if you say man I just made up this killer chord progression wrong it's already there every key has seven chords that go with it um, you know we can get into that but it's it's basically there's a formula major chord minor chord for the second minor chord for the third major chord for the fourth major chord for the fifth and the fifth chords a little bit uh, it could sometimes you can make it minor you can definitely make it a dominant seven Uh, The sixth chord is a minor chord, and the seventh chord is usually a diminished chord, which is basically a minor chord because it has a flat third. So, if you wanted to break it down as simple as you could, you could go major, minor, minor, major, major, minor, minor. Which really, what people usually do is major, minor, minor, major, major, minor, diminished. Now, when you get more complicated, that doesn't mean you can't change a chord. Like, you can. uh, They have what they call a parallel chord. So, you can like change the like if the second chord is minor. And it happens to be like in, say in the key of D, the second chord is E minor. You can change it to E major. You could flip it. Now you can't change it to E flat major. It's not going to work. And you'll say, and some people might say, well, I can, I can do whatever I want. Well, if you do that, you'll right away notice that it sounds like shit, or that you, or that you're in a different key than you think you're in so, I mean there's reasons for this when you hear two notes that are that don 't fit in the scale when you when you're trying to feel your solo and you don't and you know you play a wrong note or note that you know don 't work you know why because I know it ain't in the scale if you had have known the scale you wouldn't have hit that note it's a very This is a I, it blows my mind why people can't take five minutes and learn twelve notes. No, I mean I'm exaggerating. It doesn't. It takes a lot longer than five minutes, but it doesn't take a whole lot of long time to learn your basic what chords go in which key, uh, which key has which sharps and flats in it, and how to build your chords. You don't even have to know how to read music. That's where what scares people is they think they have to learn how to read the little black notes. You don't have to do that to know guitar theory. Matter of fact, if you're doing guitar, it's not even real necessary unless you're real, like doing. Classical music, maybe some jazz stuff, but I mean, there are other instruments. this definitely, definitely is. But you know, guitar is a chordal bass instrument. Um, double octave chords, and you can. But you know, you got all your scales, patterns, and stuff too that you're playing solos with, um, which you can't. You don't necessarily have those if you're playing French horn or something like that. Um, but it just blows my mind how much mu- music means to all these people. Yet yeah, they can't even learn how to speak the musical language. I mean to me I've always equated it like if I'm going I'm going to move to Mexico but I'm just going to fill the language. I'm not going to learn Spanish. I'm just going to pick it up and use whatever words I you know I feel until I get it right. Why wouldn't I just learn the language? Music's a language. If you don't learn it and you you're claim your music's your life and it's all you care about and and you won't even take the time to learn the language, I don't believe you. <laughs> and and not only that, it, there, there's other times where I've been in the studio and somebody says, I really need a, like a, you not know, like a Spanish sounded scale right here. Or sometimes I'll say, I need like an Egyptian maybe sound right here. Something that reminds you of the desert. So I'll know, okay, well I can play a harmonic minor scale, um, which has a raised seventh, a minor scale with a seventh degree raised right here. And it'll sound like that. If somebody that didn't know that, I mean, I, I did, I can do that. I can, I can do that in two seconds in my head. Somebody that don't know that is going to have to sit there and dick around with their guitar. And this is while you're in the studio costing somebody $200 an hour sometimes. as the, It could be lower. It could be $35 an hour. It could be $500 an hour depending on where you're at and what you're doing. And and you're, you're going to have to sit there and dick around and figure out how to make an Egyptian sound on your guitar when you are there's already scales for that. Um, you know, somebody you know you may only know how to i see people they only know how to play a g chord one way there's different if you're playing a g chord when you're playing jazz and a g chord when you're playing um bluegrass it's gonna be two different shapes altogether. usually in jazz you're probably gonna use a g major seven a g major 13 11 you know bluegrass you're gonna use a straight up you know regular old folk chord g um and blues you may use a g7 you don't even want to use a g at all um in uh, reggae, you're going to use a G triad, which is you know a different shape altogether. So I mean, and all this stuff can be done and right off the top of your head if you know what you're doing. And it, but uh, what I was, what I alluded to earlier is that you know if what it, it does set you back when you first learn your theory, you start, you do lose a little bit of your feeling at first. I won't lie, it happened to me. For about two years i was i was relying too much okay i gotta do this way i gotta do it that way and it kind of took away a little bit i still was a better player for it because i was always in key mainly i was in key all the time i was i wasn't hitting wrong notes because i knew what scales to play but then after i had the scales so mastered in my this positions and the shapes mastered then then i could go back to the playing with feeling the difference was now is when I was playing with feeling, I always hit a right note. I, I never hit a wrong note. and Because uh, I know where the notes are. I know where the wrong notes are, so I didn't hit them. When you're playing strictly by feel, you're going to hit a wrong note sometimes. And if you're in a studio, you're going to have to do the shit over again. Live don't matter. You can, you can, know. So Maybe they'll notice, maybe they don't. They usually notice, they just don't remember it very long afterwards. Um, and anyway, you can... You know, I first noticed this when I first went to the studio. It was before I'd really done any real theory and played, played some solos. I was like, "Holy fuck, that sounds like shit!" It was a, it was a, they were they were guitar licks out of a guitar scale that I'd learned. i have been playing forever, but then I realized they didn't go together. That lick didn't go in that key. This lick didn't go in that key. This scale didn't work over those chords. That's what you don't know, and if you're, you know, if you, people with really good ears can get around this a lot of times. But they're still gonna, you get back into that one situation I was talking about with the Egyptian scale. They still don't know that their ears may figure some of it out, but still gonna take longer. You're still wasting your time and someone else's every damn time. And then people always, you know, when you're arguing on these forums online, well, Jeff Beck didn't know his theory. If you read any Jeff Beck article, he'll say he wish he would have learned his theory every fucking time. Then you'll say, well, this guy didn't know this, this guy didn't know that. Every one of them either didn't have the tools you have today where they could learn it really quick. I mean, Muddy Waters ain't going to learn theory on YouTube. I mean, you can go on YouTube and learn this shit yourself for free. Costed me a lot of money to go to GIT and learn it, and then go to college later. Um, you can always cite examples of people that didn't know this and didn't know that. That doesn't mean it didn't take them longer. You know, you take like Slash for instance. How, how long did it take him to come up with some of this shit that that people with like somebody like Pat Matheny could have came up with in five minutes, but it took Slash five weeks trying to figure out what notes go together. And then you can say, well, Pat Medinney didn't come up with Sweet Child of Mine. Slash did. That's that's true, too. There ain't much you can say about that, but Slash still could have did it quicker. He probably could have done it better. So somebody saying, oh, man, that's a perfect song. Maybe it is, but he could have came up with it quicker because he didn't know. He doesn't know. It's a, And you, sometimes you take these things apart in theory, and they're complicated, written by these people that don't know their theory. It's just, it's just simple... Simply took them longer. So, if you say y'all, so I'm gonna kind of close here. It's gonna be a short uh, show today. Just a two part thing. It was gonna be a one part thing, but it got uh, interrupted. But anyway, if you say you don't, if you say music's your life and you can't take the time out to learn what chords go together and what scales to play over those chords, I flat out don't believe you. And I can 100% tell you, you will not lose. You're playing with feeling by learning your theory. It'll set you back a little bit while you're memorizing the shapes. Once the shapes are memorized, you're going to go back to playing with the feeling you were playing with before, but you're not going to hit any wrong notes. You know, there might be other people who say, Jeff, I saw you play last night. You hit a wrong note. I I do hit wrong notes sometimes, but it's never... Never, because I don't know where they're at and don't know the theory. It's always because I'm trying to sing at the same time, which is hard for me, or I'm, you know, I can't see because they turned the light guy turned all the lights off on stage for a couple of seconds, and uh, that normally doesn't happen. Or, but you know, I could have, uh, you know, I could have be having trouble with one of my pedals, and I'm mashing on, and my cord came out, so I accidentally hit a wrong note, or I just flat out, you know thought about one pattern when I should have thought about another one there's there's it's never because I didn't know it's always because of something else and people also that play by ear you know you're gonna have those nights where you might have the flu I've played I've played gigs with the flu with pneumonia with uh kidney stones where I was pissing blood during the breaks believe me you ain't gonna be able to play by feeling on those nights very well You're gonna, I wasn't. I was like, I don't, I didn't even feel like being there half the time. You play a hundred and something shows a year, you ain't gonna feel like being at all of them, and you're not gonna play by feeling very well at all of them. But if you know what you're doing, it's always gonna sound good. You can always play the right scale, you can always play the right notes, and it's always gonna work, um, even if you're not feeling good. So, I, I implore you to learn guitar theory if you're a guitar player you don't have to learn how to read the black dots matter of fact unless you're going to go into classical guitar for as a serious profession i wouldn't even do it Um, unless you want to compose, I mean, if you want to compose for other instruments, you definitely need to do that, which I've done, you know, learn how to read the notes and and the harmonies and all that. It's another thing, we didn't even get into harmonies. Theory also teaches you which harmonies go over each other, so you don't have to sit there and dick around and try to figure it out. It's already right there. You can sing a fifth harmony, you can sing a third harmony, you can sing an eighth harmony. You all already know where it is. You already know what notes that is. You don't have to sit there and find it. Um... But if you care about music, say music's all you care about It's your whole life, learn your guitar theory, learn your chords, learn your skills, and you will thank me for it later. You will say, damn, he was right. And I, I am right, 100% right. And you and you can still play by feeling, but you'll just know what you're doing when you're doing it. It's not a crap shoot. You're not throwing a dart on that dark, whatever knowledge you want to use. If I sound a little pissed off about this, I kind of am. But uh, anyway, I'm going to sign off. Next time I do a show, we'll probably get back on YouTube and do a little bit more lessons. And uh, until then, take it easy. Wrong! Under section 37B of the contract signed by him, it states quite clearly that all offers shall become null and void if, and you can read it for yourself in his photostatic copy, I, the undersigned, shall forfeit all rights, privileges, and licenses, hearing and hearing contained, etc., etc., fax mentis, incendium gloria cultum, etc., etc., memo bis punitor delicatum. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. You bumped into the ceiling, which now has to be washed and sterilized, so you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. This has been the New Vaudeville with Jeff Lawrence. Please like, subscribe, and follow, whatever the case may be. Thank you, and until next time.